Hello and welcome back to the Skull Football Talk Show. Today we are going to be talking about how the Bears can become legit contenders next season and how la- like what they were missing last year and just like what they need to add in the draft and maybe still in this offseason. And then we're going to move into talking about the top four quarterbacks in this year's QB draft class, C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. So Tristan, who do you think is like the biggest missing piece of the Bears? Like what position group is missing the most? So right now I would definitely say either their O-line or their defense. I would say their O-line is a tiny bit more important because in the past couple of years, offensive offenses have become it feels more relevant with like Patrick Mahomes and just Joe Burrow coming into the league like people like that it feels like offenses are kind of the focus so I think if the Bears had given Justin Fields more time in the play during plays I think Justin Fields could have done so much better instead of like most plays he was just scrambling out of the pocket looking for pass plays and so i think if they can give him more time the bears will succeed a lot more and a lot of like when you look at college stats a lot of the time those o lines are pretty perfect yep. and a lot of the time and most of the times when you get these quarterbacks from these like top five teams like Ohio State or Alabama, they're going to have the best O-line giving quarterbacks as much time as they need. But that's that's not the case for the Bears right now, obviously. Like they have they've had a he's had a lackluster line his all of it his whole two years playing. Like that's just that's that's just how it is. And if they can, if the Bears front office can make something in the draft that's just maybe two more guys that are really good, maybe like in the second round they can get somebody. I know they're not going to go for that in the first round. That That's just going to be an edge or something like that. We'll get into that a little bit more later. But if you can't, give your quarterback time to and if they don't feel confident and like calm in the pocket or behind the line that's a problem and I think every team should address it besides like like the Eagles I think are the only ones that pass this and maybe a couple other with a really good O-line but yeah like O-line's a huge part of the game. It's probably one of the most important positions behind the quarterback. So, but let's get into some defense. So what, like, when I think of their defense, what they need the most, I think of linebackers. And it's, the thing is, they traded pretty much all of their top-tier linebackers last year because they were just getting older they were gonna they were gonna want big contracts 
So they decided to just get those out. Raquan Smith is one of those names. He was really good on the team. Akeem Hicks was one of those names. He was really good. But those guys were getting older. They were big-time names, and big-time names want big-time contracts. And also, big-time names mean they're going to get shut down more, and they're going to get double-teamed and stuff like that. Because when other, if another team is looking at your defense, who are they gonna? Who are they gonna watch film on or watch the most film on? It's it's obviously gonna be those linebackers like Raquan Smith or wherever Akeem Hicks would play. So I think maybe if they would get a lower end, just like fast, maybe inside linebacker really any of the linebacker positions. Maybe they'll go off ball. We already know that they're going to take a a defensive end or edge rusher guy at nine. So it's just going to be interesting to see what they target. I don't I don't know what picks they have right in the right at this moment. Tristan, you could look that up. And then but yeah, I can see them going O line and linebacker for the first probably half of this draft. So the Bears have pick 9, pick 53, pick 61, pick 64, pick 103, pick 133, pick 136, 148, 218, and 258. They have, I believe, 10 picks in total. So... From looking at the Bears' defense, my guess is for how these Bears are going to draft these rounds, my guess for how the Bears are going to draft these rounds, round one is probably, pick nine, probably going to be an edge rusher. Now, that is not a set-in-stone thing. I, I do believe they could go out there, throw a wild ball, and just draft a wide receiver at pick nine. I think it's highly unlikely, but I do think it's a chance looking at the Bears wide receiver core right now. They don't have a lot of depth in that area, so that is also a place I think they should be targeting. Round two, pick 53, I think they could definitely go after either a cornerback as the cornerback draft is extremely, extremely deep, or they could go for a linebacker, as Luke was saying. Just a few picks back, pick 61. Um, I believe they could also go cornerback or O-line, as we were talking about. We haven't seen too many off-season moves yet from the Bears, which I think is semi-surprising. But I do think they're targeting more of a building couple of years. They're trying to really nail Justin Fields down, make sure he's the good quarterback they want, make sure he can do everything they want him to do. They're going to try him out for a couple years. If they don't like what they see, they're going to trade him. If they do, they're going to keep him. I think that if this is the strategy they're going with, I think this is a very good um, strategy for their next like two or three years. Because with 10 picks in the drown, you can do a lot with 10 picks. It's it, They could change their team this year. So with that, we're going to move into the top four quarterbacks of the draft, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, 
Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. Luke, how do you rank these four players? So I I personally think that Anthony Richardson is the number one guy of this draft of this quarterback class. There's obviously a lot of people going with the CJ Stroud. Not a lot of people going Bryce Young or Will Levis. So before I get into explaining things, I think it's Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Will Levis. So Anthony Richardson, he is large. <laughs> he is fast and he can throw a pretty good football. I think no matter who takes him, he will have a pretty massive effect on their team. All most all of the guys in top 15 or the guys that need a quarterback are in the top 15 obviously cuz they played horrible last year cuz their quarterback didn't do good. So he'll go to one of these teams and I think he just his abilities to run and pass good it's so important to have that on your team and all just because if a d-line rushes you a certain just a little certain way that like triggers something and then you just get into panic mode and then you just throw a really bad throw or an interception then that's that's probably not good. You're probably not a mobile quarterback because you can't just you can't just quickly move out of the pocket. But then if you have a type of Anthony Richardson guy, he'll be able to notice that, have good awareness like to get out of there, like maybe Patrick Mahomes. Obviously he won't be Patrick Mahomes, but you he'll still be able to have a chance to make something out of nothing. I'm not going to say that he's going to do something incredible every single time he gets rushed or blitzed. But I am saying that he will have a, a very great, much greater chance of doing that than any of the other quarterbacks. And that's exactly why I'm ranking Anthony Richardson over CJ Stroud. Tristan, you, I know you're a C.J. Stroud guy. Do you want to just explain that and show us some stats on him? So the reason I like C.J. Stroud the most out of the draft prospects for the quarterback this year is part of what Luke was saying. C.J. Stroud does have mobility. He might not be as fast as Anthony Richardson, but I think when watching his game film, his he stays so calm in the pocket like when even when he's being rushed he stays so calm and confident and a lot of times quarterbacks come into the league and they're they're like surprised at how different it is from college so i think he will adapt really well to the league he took over for Justin Fields in 2021, and as a senior, he threw 3,815 yards and 45 touchdowns. So you can very clearly tell just from taking over from being a backup to being the starter, he adapted very well into that role. So I think that makes him naturally a great team leader, which is something I think you need to look for in every 
young quarterback because if the quarterback isn't a leader, if they're not like Trevor Lawrence, they're not going to come and take control of the team. I think your quarter your quarterback isn't going to do well. If you don't have a quarterback who's going to listen to what you're going to say and what your teammates are saying also, they're not going to listen. And then back to that leadership thing, I want to add on to that by saying the work ethic of your quarterback, no matter who they are, is so much more important than the skill of your team at that moment. Because if you have good work ethic and your front off it, like things can change. You're not going to be tied to that coach or that GM for the rest of your career there. Like, but if you have good work ethic, you're not going to go anywhere unless you like request a trade and then you're out of there like Lamar Jackson. Like, you're going to want, you're going to want to, like, have, you're going to want to get better. And, like, if you have a guy like Matt Nagy coaching you or Urban Meyer, like the coach coaches of the first year, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, obviously they were really bad, but then they got fired like everyone expected them to. And then now there's new guys that can completely change that. And I think if you have a good, if you have a good work ethic, like things are just going to kind of work out the way you want. You look at some of these quarterbacks, like that just don't have the just the physical abilities some of the guys that i can think of right off the bat just tom brady obviously being one of them ben roethlisberger those guys aren't very athletic but they have a good work ethic and they can and they can just like and they hit it right with a good coach and then like look at what happened these guys are hall of famers but then so yeah if to round this out, I think if you have a good work ethic, if you have good leadership, it's just all uphill. Now, Tristan, do you want to talk about Bryce Bryce Young and Will Levis? So I think going into this draft, Bryce Young coming out of college was <clears throat> targeted by most experts to go number one. Now, that was really just, I think the Alabama cloud. Alabama quarterbacks are just kind of like always put on the top tier no matter what. So I think that Bryce Young coming out of college, being from Alabama, being a good athlete, I'm not saying Bryce Young is bad. I'm just saying he was kind of over overhyped, I think, coming out of Alabama compared to the other guys. The other guys, um, CJ Stroud did come from Ohio State, which is also another big school with a lot of talent, but I think that CJ Stroud is like a good good enough quarterback to be coming out of Ohio State for the reason he was hyped up enough. Anthony Richardson is also a great talent. Um so Bryce Young is an incredible athlete. He's in great shape. Um I think that however his talent with the football doesn't line up as much with the other players watching all their pro days 
comparing him to the other top two guys, CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson, I just, when I watched him throw, it just didn't seem as smooth or as fluid as the other guys. Like, when you watch Anthony Richardson, he was just throwing 80, not 80 yards, like 60, yeah, it was like 60-yard bombs, like just taking two drop steps and then hurling it. It was just so fluid, fast, and quick, like, and then when Bryson is just, like, different. I think if Bryson goes to the right team, he is going to succeed. But I think if he doesn't go to a team who works around him, which is saying that for any quarterback, if they don't go to the right team who's not going to work with them, who doesn't want them to grow, I don't think young quarterbacks can succeed in that environment. So, Luke, what do you think about Will Levis? So, I had, I had some very good opinions about Will Levis. I was going to take him pretty high in my fantasy draft. I still am going to. But I just, I mean, I watched his pro day. I loved it. He, He's just very good with the football, unlike Bryce Young. And I just think... He has pretty much all of he has all of the basic throwing attributes down to a T. But then you think about it, we've seen we've seen a lot of guys with the perfect basic throwing attributes that end up doing nothing just because they can't stand out and they can't really like make an impact on their team. Because the NFL is going to be a lot harder than college. Somebody like Brock Purdy, like without Brock Purdy has amazing throwing and throwing attributes, right? He's a great, talented young quarterback. If he hadn't gotten that opportunity to play when Trey Lance first got hurt, then Jimmy G got hurt, I don't think Brock Purdy would be talked about the way he's being talked about right now. And yeah, just about him again on that perfect team placement he probably got the best possible scenario for an NFL player getting drafted to be the last pick and then he gets to start and win what was it seven games in a row and he won playoff games too it was it wasn't just regular games it was playoff games also yeah and but then you look at the team, you look at the coach, and it's like, wow, I would be pretty dang happy if I got drafted the 49ers. Oh, but I still have to win my spot on the roster. I still have to make an impact. And like they had they kept him. They had they had Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nate Sudfeld, and Brock Purdy. That was the depth chart. They dropped Nate Sudfeld. He goes to, I want to say, the Lions. That could be wrong. And then, so it's, again, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then him. Trey Lance goes down week two. Jimmy Garoppolo for the next 10 games. Then Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, and right when I saw that, I'm like, oh, this this isn't going to really matter. They're, they're just going to be playing pretty mid-ball with a guy, with Brock Purdy, no, that that did not happen. <laughs> I mean, 
he might have been a little overhyped by like everyone just because who he was and where he got drafted but that's still really impressive to go from being a pretty disappointing 49ers team to getting all the way to the nfc championship game almost going to the super bowl if he didn't get a torn mcl i think it's really impressive what he what what he has done and again he was another guy that he was he was pretty he was pretty undersized but then he got on the right team he got pretty lucky on how things would play out and i think that's that's the only reason he's a starter in the nfl and maybe even a player in the nfl and then but looking at where bryce young might or will levis might fall it's not looking too good he's going to be probably a day one starter and with a team that doesn't really have a good well teams are getting uh never mind most of the teams have gotten new head coaches at this point that are getting a new quarterback but not a lot of these teams in the top 15 that are going to take a quarterback have really anyone too notable on their teams and like just look at the teams that are in the top carolina panthers they obviously have some good players but will levis isn't going to go to them the texans that's going to be bryce young we already know or they might take anthony richardson if they want to have a good quarterback on their team and then just going back farther and farther like the colts are on there who are they they could take him they don't have much star talent on that team at all they got who michael pittman jonathan taylor like one o-line it's i just we all want these guys to succeed unless they go to the packers the eagles or the Cowboys or some team that we don't like, but like no one really wants to see these guys fail. They want to see them like add something to the NFL that wasn't there before. And that's what I hope happens. I hope we can look at these guys and say, this draft class was a hit. All of these teams got better, but I don't, I don't think we're going to see that just because there's only one Anthony Richardson. And yeah, CJ Stroud's good, but he doesn't have that second ability perfectly knocked down. And yeah, it'll be very, very interesting to see where these guys drop. CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson go, could go number one. I Obviously, the Panthers have connections with CJ Stroud. They really like him. And yeah it'll be very interesting very very interesting i'll watch it live from u.s bank stadium at the vikings draft party but yeah tristan do you want to end it yeah and just before we end it i want to say just touching back on that looking back on the draft like last year's draft it is it was such a good draft i felt like last year like everybody drafted in the first round i felt like went out and just succeeded so well like my favorite class my favorite two examples last year are the jets draft class like um 
talking about Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson specifically, those two guys both went out and made humongous impacts. Those are like the kind of things we want to see when we talk about draft candidates. We, I really want to see C.J. Stroud get drafted to a team, and I want to see him change the way that team looks. So just rounding out the whole thing, I think that C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback. I think Anthony Richardson could could be a – he's a very close second. Will Levis, very good. Brayson, also very good. Let us know what you guys think down in the comments below. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and thank you again for listening to another episode of the School Football Talk Show.